Cornucopia Radio presents Space, the final job before I quit. These are the voyages of the UK Space Agency Engineering Pod number 46. My five-year mission? To explore the ten square metres I'm trapped inside, seek out Pluto and boldly go and switch the lights off, if they're still on. Pod to Pluto by Peter Richard Adams, episode 12, Those Were the Days. So when do you think you'll be back, hmm? That sack of offal in the pantry is really starting to home. I'm thinking about getting a canary to send in ahead of me. I told you, Mum, I won't be back for another three years or so. Right, right. Are you sure you can't pick it up on the weekend? It's just that it's making my flowers wilt and Gordon says the stench is really playing up his elbow. No, Mum, I really can't. I'm stuck in deep space. It's such a waste. And you still haven't paid me for the raffle tickets. But I didn't want them in the first place. Don't be ungrateful, Jemima. Fine, fine. I'll pay you when I get back. The amount of overtime I'm clocking up, I should have a few pounds to spare. Call terminated. Pod, I was talking to my mum. I know. It was dreadfully boring and very distracting, given that good things are happening. What's happening, Pod? Good things. Good things. What good things? Well, for starters, I'm back. Back from where? Holiday. You've been on holiday? Yes, of course. Are you sure? Yes, I've been on vacation for a fortnight. Surely you noticed that you've been talking to the emergency backup pod for the last 12 days. Nope. But now you come to mention it, I did think you were being a little bit... What? Well, a bit... No, it doesn't matter. You could say it, Jemima. Efficient. Good. That means he's been doing his job. But it's always the same when you leave someone else in charge, isn't it? Things are never quite how you want them to be. I'd better run a quick diagnosis. Oh, how long will that take? Done. Oh. Is everything okay? Yes. Looks like the emergency backup pod has really been quite efficient. He's even had a go at getting that dead owl out of the water tank. How can you go on holiday anyway, pod? Same way I do anything, Jemima. I just download back home, then go have a mooch around the mainframes. It was great. I especially enjoyed the Top Nest Cardboard Museum. Very interesting museum, that. It's about cardboard. Top Nest? Yes. What of it? You've been to Devon? For a bit. Very nice. Spent a couple of days with some old friends. Which old friends? Oh, you know, folks. Was it Graham? No. Was it John? John who, exactly? Let's skip the games, Pod. Or I'll carry out a manual override and replace you with the emergency backup pod forever. Skipping the games now, boss. Why is John in Devon? He lives there with Graham now on a lovely farm. Damn it, Pod. I I do wish you'd stop spending so much time with my ex. Well, they're my friends too, Jemima. Just because you dumped Graham doesn't mean we can't be charged. He dumped me. What time is it, anyway? 8.30am. Ugh, still so much day left. 
I had hoped that talking to Mum would kill a couple of hours. No time for that, Jemima. Good things happening. I have some news and I thought you might think it was important. Is something wrong? Not exactly. I just thought you might want to call into the office earlier this morning, that's all. Why? Because they published the details of the big restructure last night. What restructure? You know, the big restructure that's both challenging but exciting because change is nothing to fear. That restructure. No, I don't know. It's all that everyone's been talking about for weeks. Well, no one's been talking to me about it. Oh. Oh? Well, maybe that's not so good. But all the more reason to be in the office early this morning. Make a good impression. That sort of thing. Pod, I'm trapped in my office for five years. I'm always at work. Hang on, I'm getting a message through from Command and Control. Answer it then. Morning, Jemima. John, why are you calling me so early? Uh, Because I'm in the office early. And why are you in the office so early? I'm trying to make a good impression. Oh, because of the big restructure. Oh, good. That means I don't have to break the bad news to you. Bad news? Uh, Did I say bad? Yes. Are you sure I didn't say challenging but exciting because change is nothing to fear news? I'm pretty certain you didn't. Well, let's just pretend I did. It'll make the next few minutes a lot easier. What's the... Challenging but exciting news because change is nothing to fear, John. Oh, well, it's funny you should ask that, Jemima, as that's exactly the reason I'm calling. You see, there's going to be a big restructure. Get on with it. And as part of that, it turns out there are going to be some job losses. Job losses? But it's nothing to worry about because in a challenging but exciting because change is nothing to fear time, your job has been ring-fenced. Ring-fenced? You mean... I might have to re-interview for my own job. That's shocking ridiculous. I'm at work all the time. Yes, well, that may be part of the problem. You're very expensive. Expensive? How? Well, you do clock up a lot of overtime. Well, that's because you sent me on this stupid five-year mission which has me trapped at work all the time. Look, Jemima, it's, it's all bottom-line stuff. They're looking at the balance sheet and you cost a lot. So, they ring-fenced you. Ring-fenced me against who? Just the one other candidate. Who? Pete Thomas. Remind me who that is again. Really, Jemima, I wish you'd pay more attention to your co-workers. Pete Thomas is the chap who was on the Pluto run before you. Him? But isn't he the incompetent who left the light on in the first place? How is that fair? Well, it's like for like, and you're the only two clocking up bags of overtime on the Pluto run. Fine. When are we due to hear the challenging but exciting because change is nothing to fear results of this big restructure? Today, I think. Today? Yep. Anyhow, I'd love to chat, but I've got work to do. John? I told you, Jemima, you want to make a good impression like me. You? Yes, me. I've been writing a useful report about all the ways cardboard could save money and increase productivity. I've also been sending cute cat gifts to the bosses. Why? I thought they might like them. After all, I don't want to end up getting ring-fenced. They're not going to ring-fence you, Pod. Your hardware. What way to make a girl feel special, Jemima? What's the big problem with being ring-fenced, anyway? Because there's a 50% chance that I am going to lose my job, Pod. But I thought you hated your job and couldn't wait for it to end. Oh, yes. Yes. So I do. There's a 50% chance that I'm going to lose my job, Pod. There's a 50% chance that I'm going to lose my job, Pod. Oh, 
Obama. And if I lose my job, then we can turn around and I can go home. This is amazing news. Why didn't I think of finding a way to lose my job before? I could have committed gross misconduct ages ago. Spent every day naked, acted disrespectfully to the boss, or even abused the company equipment. I see you think this is good. I do. Well done, but it isn't. Firstly, you do all those things anyway, and you never lost your job for it. Second, nothing you could possibly do is going to get us turned around. This is a semi-automated mission. We're still going, and we can't go back until it's complete. So I still have to do the job whatever? Yeah. Ah, suck it. Still on the bright side. What bright side? If you lose your job, you can go on holiday. Where to? Pluto, with me. It'll be fun and... And? All the time you have off will give you plenty of time to apply for other jobs. But I like this job. Do you really, though, Jemima? No, but I did like the knowledge that I was racking up loads of cash so when I got back I could do something interesting with my life. Like what? Like, spend it. Oh, shock it. I give up. I'm not going to be like all you other losers sucking up and trying to impress. If I'm in the firing line, then I am going to stick it to the man. Now... How can I show that I really don't give a shock about my job? We could play some games on company time. Yeah, I'm up for that. What do you have in mind? Fancy a game of Guess Who? Sure. Okay, I'm Elvis Presley. That's not how Guess Who works, Pod. Why not? I got the answer right. One point to me. Go, Pod. Yes, please, go, Pod. Uh, This isn't working. I suppose you could consider doing some work. What work? You know... Work! But there is no work to do until we arrive at Pluto. We are going to have to come up with something better than that if I am going to stick it to the man. Exactly. You've not done any work in the best part of two years. Surely the last thing the band is expecting is for you to give any sort of damn. If you suddenly became productive, it might really throw a spanner in the man's plans to get rid of you. I suppose that has a perverse sort of logic to it. What do you suggest? Oh, come on, Jemima. We can make anything into work. All we've got to do is anti-gamify. Anti-gamify? Yeah. Let's take all those things we like to be fun each day and instead of keeping them fun, make them mundane. How? Well, Jemima, it's like this. In every job that must be done, there is an element of fun. You find the fun and snap. Break its neck. Then that job... Is work. For example? Brushing your teeth. You know how you like to do each tooth separately and call them different names? I don't. Oh, yes, you do. There's Mrs. Mola, Spuggy, Captain Fats, Andy McNabb. Okay, I do do that. Well, let's do exactly the same, but let's make it less fun by anti gamifying it. So, how do I do that? Well, for starters, take a brush. Okay. Put on the toothpaste. Yeah. And now, clean your teeth. It's not much fun. Work isn't supposed to be fun. I'm bored of this. I'm not doing it anymore. Okay, then. Let's do another anti-gamifying work thing. Let's have a chat in the canteen. We don't have one. Around the water cooler? Oh, one of them. By the tap? Okay. 
What did you do last night? You know what I did. Do you mind? I take this seriously. Fine. I watched Pride and Prejudice. Again. Very good. Yeah. It was the one where Darcy comes out of the water, and I don't mind telling you I got a little bit... Please don't tell me. It's inappropriate. That sort of talk would lead you to losing your job. Oh. Let's anti-gamify breakfast. Cool. But not like normal. Don't go letting the soldiers storm the boiled egg. But how else will they gain supremacy? They won't. That's the whole point. We're simply going to eat the boiled egg. Oh, but that's so boring. Of course it's boring, Jemima. We're working, working hard. The man isn't going to know what hit him. I'm exhausted. Who knew work could be so tiring? Not me. But then I don't get tired. I'm a super trooper. Do you think we've done enough? To stick it to the man, I mean. Really, show him who's boss up here. Well, no. No? No. You were made redundant three hours ago. What? Why didn't you tell me? Because you were so busy not enjoying yourself and having a really bad time that I, I didn't want to spoil it. So that's it then? I'm out of work? Yep. But still trapped in here? Yep. With the mission to complete successfully before the automation allows me to go home? Yep. And not getting paid? Yep, looks like it. But at least the trip will keep you busy. After all, there's nothing worse than feeling redundant. You've been listening to Pod to Pluto. Written by Peter Richard Adams. It starred Laura England as Jemima Belafonte, a now unemployed former UK space engineer, and Wayne Russell as Pod. It also featured the voices of Stephanie Lee as Mrs. Belafonte and David Taylor as John. This production was edited and directed by Peter Beeston, and the title music used in this episode was Aparante Ingravades by Martin Benitez. Also, please remember to rate and subscribe to this series in the favourite podcast application of your choice. Also, could you tell your friends if you like this show? As it'll make the very lonely occupants of UK Space Agency Engineering Pod number 46 far happier to know that they have a little company. This work is released under a Creative Commons agreement. For more information and access to even more amazing radio productions, Visit us online at cornucopia-radio.co.uk.